Welcome to the Dream Team Podcast with James Buckley. I am James Buckley. That started good, good energy at the beginning, petered out a bit towards the end. It petered out very quickly, didn't it? (laughs) Hey, listen, so you know that I intro the podcast like that every week. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm worried that... So the the presenter that I have literally listened and watched the most in my life is Alan Partridge. I've listened to Knowing Me, Knowing You with Alan Partridge's radio shows. I've watched the TV show religiously over and over and over again for years and years and years and years. That's just my um, reference for, oh, what does, a, what does a presenter sound like? He sounds like that. Do you think I should maybe stop saying my name twice so quickly at the beginning of every podcast? Do you say it twice? I say, welcome to the Dream Team podcast with James Buckley. I am James Buckley. No, I like it. You like it? Yeah. All right, I'll keep it then. Welcome to the Kingdom of Buckley, and I am James Buckley. Yeah, that's the that's the sort of thing I'm trying to avoid. Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Yeah. He never said, I'm Willy Wonka, though. I don't think he ever said, I, by the way, I'm Willy Wonka. It was obvious, wasn't it, with the big purple hat? Yeah. You, no one ever went, who's that bloke coming out of the Willy Wonka factory? The one that's dressed like a lunatic? No idea. No idea. Probably somebody in HR. I wish he'd introduce himself. Anyway, <laughs> that voice you can hear is my co-host, Jalal Hartley. Hello, Hello Jalal. Hello. Did you have a good week? Yes, I did, actually. Thank you. Anything happen at all? Well, yes, actually. <laughs> it's a little bit... Um, you know those calendars from the uh, the 90s that you get in pubs? There's like, like packets of nuts. Oh, yeah, they're them. not calendars, are they? They're just um, a sexy woman, and then you have to buy the nuts to, to reveal her. To it's sort of like, like the pub version of Catchphrase. Well, I managed to get hold of a few of them in the 90s, when I was, uh, when I was four, um, and um, I've been eating them gradually over the years. This calendar of the 90s, of slowly yeah. revealing more and more, and I... Yesterday, I, I finally removed the um, the last packet of nuts. Good. Were you pleased with the result? I was a bit disappointed, to be honest. Oh. Why's that? They'd gone stale. Ah, oh, of course. Coming up on the show, Jalal. Coming up on the show. Just waiting for you to tell me what's coming up on the show. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm doing it. Okay. I'm going to do it in mime form, though. No, do it in normal form. Oh, I always have to do it in normal form. I know. I, I'm so, I li- listen. I'm a big fan of the mime stuff, but it doesn't. It's a, it's the wrong medium. It's the wrong. Uh, huh? It doesn't travel well. Mime on on audio. Mm. All right. Or in pictures. Okay. What have we got coming up on the show? Coming up on the show, we have got. Buckley's three-pound bet. We'll be hearing some of your five-star feedback. Uh, obviously, just the five-star ones. Uh, anything less than that will not be read out. And um, <laughs> uh, we're also joined by stand-up comedian and Southampton fan, Motormouth Tom Ward. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. That's great. I'm loving your energy, Jalal. Oh, thank you. I love yours. Also, um, people have been joining our our fancy football league, Dream Team Europe, and we're going to. Uh, we're going to uh, go through some of the hilarious names that they've given their teams. Um, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be uh, it really it's going to be, be funny. A lot of fun. But yeah. um, it's news time. News, everybody. 
Marseille are in no danger of overhyping new signing Stephen Fletcher. In one of the more surprising deals of transfer deadline day, the Scottish striker moved from Sunderland to the south of France. The official Marseille website described Fletcher by saying, He may not be known as a technical player, but he is 1.85 metres tall. Did you watch Deadline Day, Jalal? No. Did you, uh, no, so Deadline Day is a big thing on Sky Sports News. I was actually on a plane. I didn't get to watch it. But uh, I've got a massive problem with Deadline Day on Sky Sports. They're really trying to draw blood from a stone. For some reason, Jim White, who is a Sky Sports News reader, uh, he's sort of associated with Deadline Day, and it's like, it's his day. It's Jim White. I watched it, I think it was last year. It was like, it's deadline day, people. He came out of his office and was like punching like a boxer to sit down at his news desk to report the news. Mm. And I just want to say to him, mate, you're just reporting the news. Mm. I don't care who you are. If you've Mm. got a suit Mm. and you're just reading what the news is, then I will watch you. Can you imagine Trevor McDonald, like them saying, it's time now for the... 10 o'clock news and he's like coming out to walk out music yeah. and there's like cheerleaders and stuff and then he goes down to sit down in the news you go no Trevor this isn't about you Jim White get over yourself and I want to say that to him personally because I know he's listening he probably is the Gallagher brothers are united in their love for Pep Guardiola Liam and Noel were both delighted with the appointment of Pep Guardiola as manager of their beloved Man City Liam tweeted pictures of Guardiola, calling him Sergeant Pep and the Blue Moonies. Noel posted on his Instagram, Be warned, Mr Pep, Sarah and I are very much looking forward to licking your face next season. As Noel does with anything that he likes. He licks it. He does. He licks it, doesn't he? That's his thing. Whereas um, Liam just does a Beatles pun. Sergeant Pep and the Blue Moonies, Peppy Lane, um, I am the Pep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I want to hold your pep yeah, yeah all those they all work yeah pep me do <laughs> Guardiola in the sky with diamonds yeah let it pep yeah Guardiola never knows yellow pep <laughs> Box to Peppy's garden more Guardiola news Pep Guardiola's dad says he thinks the Premier League is boring Guardiola is swapping jobs from Bayern Munich to Manchester City at the end of the season, but his dad, Valenti, says there's too many long balls and running in the Premier League. It's a bit personal, isn't it? Um, Jalal, is the Premier League boring? I know, I'll tell you what's boring, is that we just keep talking about Guardiola. I mean, he's even in the uh, opening song. Guardiola, yes I am, Guardiola. Uh, oh, do you reckon that Man City might sing that? I, I, I think you might be on something do. there, Jalal. They should do, that should be the chant. Liverpool legend Mark Lawrenson says their January transfer target, Alex Teixeira, has the professional ambition of a gnat. Oh. <laughs> oh, dear. But they're quite industrious gnats, aren't they? Well, yeah. All they're thinking about is getting their next baby. They have that's they they, that's for the, seven That days. is their job, isn't it? That's their yeah. one and only job, is to keep their species going. And they're relentless. And they've been, yeah, they've been doing it... Um, they've been doing a very good job of it. They should have a, um, a website, uh, like, like Match, but, but for gnats. Gnat Match. Gnat Match. 
How do you know I'm gonna say stuff and fall into the trap of stuff? <laughs> How do you do it? I don't know. I really hate it as well because I go, I drive home and I th- and I think about it, <laughs> and I I'm so I beat myself up in the car on the way home and I'm like, fell for it again. <laughs> um. The Shakhtar next striker instead has opted for a move to a Chinese club where he'll be earning a reported £185,000 a week. Jalau, is he unambitious? Ambition doesn't have to just be, I'd like lots of money. The thing with the, the richest people in the world, like they're yeah. just obsessive-compulsive hoarders. They, they're just thinking, well, I've got a lot of money, but I, I still feel like I haven't got enough stuff. Like that Walmart family in this country, America, they've literally got billions they yeah. make billions every year, like post-tax billions, after they've paid all their bills, paid their workers. They literally make billions, just another few billion that goes into their account. Yeah. And I don't know what they're thinking. I like to think they've got that sort of working class mentality of like, no, 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 I've got to keep hold of that because you never know. It might, it might, all, go, <laughs> might all go tits up. I'm going to need those billions. <laughs> If Walmart yeah. goes down the pan, I've got nothing to fall back on, have I? <laughs> Walmart's all I know. Not like you. You went, you were educated, weren't you? You went off and got your degrees, and you'll fall on your feet. But if this Walmart goes goes all tits up, that's it. It'll just be me and my billions and billions and billions. That's exactly what they like, the Walmart family. <laughs> I don't blame them. No. That's the news, Jalal. Moving on to uh, some of the stories in your area. In the studio. Jalal, we have a stand-up comic, voiceover artist, band frontman, and, most importantly, Southampton fan, it's Tom Ward. Good morning. Why are you a comedian? How did you get into stand-up? What's the story there? How did you fall into that category of profession? Well, you said I was in a band. I was in a band, and then I got banned from my band for being too... got thrown out of the band? I was in the band, yeah. They kicked me out. I didn't get on with the bass player. Yeah. The bass player? Yeah, he, he was... Um, Who, why, why is the bass player calling the shots? He was mates with the lead guitarist. They mm. were best mates. Right. And um, I loved section. me and the lead guitarist got on really well um, because our egos were very different. Mine was, I'm a great guy. And his was, I'm not even aware of myself. I'm just living, playing guitar. He even dismantled guitars to have a look inside. You know, he was in it for the right reasons. I think right. my vanity was great and it started to encroach... And the bass player and me just didn't quite hit it off. So uh, what did the bass player think? He was the the the, the main man. Was that I don't think so. I just think because um, I don't know who the bass player is, but already I want to sit him down and say, mate, you you, you play bass guitar. He was very good. He was technically better than I was at singing. I think. Yeah, um, but it's bass guitar. Yeah, I think it was the right thing because I want to. I wanted to talk instead of sing, and I like okay. words. But I want to have all the control. And jokes, I love jokes. Were you, were you funny when you were in a band? Uh, Did you sort of break into a routine? <laughs> was that the problem? Uh, the lyrics were quite funny, I thought. But no one listened live. I wanted what them was the to band be, called? Uh, Church of the Drive-Thru Elvis. 
I wanted to look out into the audience and see people in the audience listening and sort of with a little look on their faces if they heard the lyric. Yeah. It's and not a very Googleable name, is it? No, it's not, is it? We thought about calling it other things. We were going to call it the pre-teens. But that's that's only, definitely that's not, not Googleable. Yeah, exactly. Jalal, were you ever in a band? I was, actually. Was it like a new romantic sort of when you were young enough to be in a band? <laughs> no, we, we were a bit, a bit like Radiohead. <laughs> which, yeah, which actually, Radiohead are a bit like Radiohead. They've no, got we, that covered, didn't they? Radiohead. They've done that pretty well. The Radiohead sound. Yeah, we realised that we were never going to be promoted to be Radiohead. You know, if Radiohead ever dropped out, so we just um, um, gave up. Do you do impressions, Tom? Yes, I told um, you do yeah. some some pretty good impressions. You do yeah. Jules, Jules Holland. Don't Jules you? Holland. Yeah. Yeah. I do quite a good Jules Holland impression. Do you? Should we have a Holland yeah. off? Well, actually, I don't. I, I mean, I've, I've built that wrong. I do an annoying Jules Holland impression. It's actually an impression of Joe Cornish doing a Jules Holland impression. Okay, so it's, and, it's Hollandaise, um, but it's not Yeah, Joe Cornish was the first, wasn't he? We watched The Hootenanny this New Year's at my house, and I became very annoying very quickly. Because I, I spent the whole night going, The Arctic Monkeys! The Hootenanny, everybody! And that's all he does. He's made a career out of doing that and playing uh, boogie-woogie piano on people's Ruining songs. Ruining people's songs. <laughs> Is it putting you on the spot to ask you where I was going wrong with my Jules Holland impression and how I should... What, what should it be like? Um, you want to... You want to... Um, you want to remember that it starts higher in nose. Uh, you got to go up. I think you're... There was nice rhythm... But the <laughs> nose is more present. If you can just get, tug it up a little bit. <laughs> That's good. It's Park Please Three Pound Bet. Three Pound Bet. Three Pound Bet. Three Pound Bet. Let's do some retro Three Pound Bet. Last week we both thought Southampton and West Ham would draw. Uh, we were both wrong. I went for a draw between Chelsea and Manchester United. Jalal, you went for a United win. I was right. Uh, I did say I did say it was would be a nil-nil draw, but it was actually a one-all draw in the end. So that's one-nil to me. Oh, yeah, um, I remember being like... Oh, yeah, because it was right up to the very... It was like in the last minute, wasn't it? It was. It was coming. It was coming for a long, long time, mm. the goal. Chelsea mm. were knocking on the door. Uh, it, was in, it was an injury-time goal from Costa. Uh, that swung it to me for 1-0. I remember being um, in the gym thinking, ha, 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 I, I've thrashed uh, Buckley this week and I, I didn't. Then on the last game, I went for City to beat Leicester and Jalal, because you're such an adrenaline junkie, you mm. backed Leicester, didn't mm. you? Mm-hmm. And they only went on bloody one, which is really exciting news for the Premiership because it still looks like Leicester might actually win the league. And deservedly so. Yeah, which would be great. It's a great story. It's a great team. I think everyone wants wants to see that. Okay, so next week's £3 bet. This is a big one, Jalal. Are you ready for this? Yes, I am. First game that I've picked. Palace versus Watford. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I really wish won. we could go to that game together. I know. Oh, Gunther's just telling me there's a possibility that they might meet... Uh, in the FA Cup. Palace, Watford. I'm going for Palace. Who are you going for, Jalal? Well, let's make it even and I'll go for Watford. Good boy. Good on you. 
Um, <laughs> the next, the, <laughs> the next game, I've gone for Arsenal, Leicester, Arsenal at home. I've gone for a draw. I'm sitting on the fence. Leicester. You're going for Leicester again. You're backing mm. Leicester again. Mm. Oh, you're so dangerous. It's so I sexy. I know. Um, and then, I like uh, to live life on the edge, James. Yeah. Do you know what that's like? You know, I don't. I never go near the edge. I, if I can even see the edge, I go, oh, that's too close for me. Next game, City Spurs. I've just gone for City. Really difficult to call, but mm. I've just I've gone for Man City because they're at home. They'll want to bounce back. What are you going to go for? I don't know. I'm going to have to consult the uh, the Nats match. I will go for the next match, City. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm back. I'm back, James. What was that? I I just transformed into the next match. Did, did you, you see me? Did you? Did you? Oh, you, oh was you channeling? No, the I, next I was match, physically transformed. This next match character. I physically transformed. Are you transformed. Yeah. Did you? Are you aware of what next match says? When you no. What did I go? What I mean? What did he go for? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so close to nearly falling, everyone. <laughs> went for uh, he went for Man City, and that was Buckley's three pound bet. <laughs> Can we talk about football, Tom? Sure. Yeah. You're a Southampton fan. Yeah. How did that come about? Are you from that way? I really, uh, I found Letizia, his football, so sexy in the 90s when I was yeah, good, 12, 13. I just loved it. Tom, what are you saying um, on the Charlie Austin capture? Well, first time cap- caller, James. I love the show. <laughs> I love what you and Jarlal are doing together. <laughs> um, I will say, um, Charlie Austin, that's a great signing for us. I can't believe no one snapped him up earlier, That you know. Because he's a good Suspicious. lad. Yeah, something wrong there. I don't know, maybe someone knows something that no one else does. But he's proven himself part and parcel of the Premier League time and time again. I think that's a good signing for us and I think he'll do well for us. And he's a good looking lad as well. That, don't, that, that helps a lot. Handsome, hmm. isn't he, Charlie Austin? Very handsome. Yeah, he's got it all. He's, got, he's, the, he's the full package. He's good at football. His marriage material. They're all things that me and Jalal look for in, in football players. Well, all I can say is I hope we have some more um, uh, callers into the show. Um, just I hope <laughs> some, some more of them drop in. I've got to say, Arsene Wenger's taking us as far as he can. You know, I think, you know, we had the Invisibles 10 years ago and they were, you know, solid. Very, very good team. We went unbeaten for pretty much all the season. And then now, now where's he taking us? And I know there's... People saying that he's not controlling the this backroom dynamics, but he's got to go. You know, I want Jardinio now, or Jimenez. You know, I want one of those lads. You know, you talk about him week in, week out. Let's bring him in. Let's show some intent. Go into debt. You know, it's about winning football matches. So, oh, Arsene, thank you very you. much for what you did, but you got to go now. You're, li- you're listening to every single minute of Talk Sport ever. <laughs> I, we used to do the commentary running along. Did you do that when you were growing up? And there they go now. Tremendous sprint there. Real boiler room. He's got the engine there. That was Brian Moore. He was my favourite. Who was your favourite commentator? Mine used to be, obviously, John Motson for all those great England moments. But um, then I watched one of his DVDs once and it was just... <laughs> just ruined it. Ruined the whole Motson experience for what me. What was it? Keep fit? All, 
No, it was it was him going. I bet you think you know a lot of uh, facts about Wembley, but you don't know as much as me. <laughs> like literally saying stuff like that, and he just came across so smarmy, like he made you feel stupid for not knowing who was the person who scored the ninety-second goal at Wembley. Do you know what I hear when I'm having sex? Uh, in my head. Mm. Uh, commentary? Do you comment in your head? Charging through the midfield. <laughs> Thomas is up for grabs. No, Thomas, <laughs> right at the end. Just as you're uh, reaching the the peak, I've always wanted to say, "Bang!" and the dirt <laughs> is gone. <laughs> okay, so uh, Dream Team Europe launched last week, and it's covering every game of the Champions League and Europa League, and a hundred grand's worth of potential prize money. We've both picked our teams and you can compete against us. Join the Dream Team FC Podcast League using the pin 84901184. My team's called Buckley's Ball Boys, uh, which I regret. I know it's not funny. Uh, It's got the word ball in it. Which no, you're using you you're using alliteration with testicles. Yeah, I, yeah, the alliteration. I thought it sounded snappy, but it's just, it's not. I think it's, it's a, funny it's, it's it's a Cockney skill, isn't it? Like Cockney rhyming slang. You've got Cockney alliteration, uh, mm-hmm. Cockney um, onomatopoeia, uh, Cockney rhetoric. What's your team, Jalal? I mean, that you're you're you've just got the best team name. It's just it's just the best team name. What is it? Uh, Bovril Madrid. It's a bit unbalanced if I've just got a jingle for my one, so I made you one. Oh, have you? What was your team oh, called? It was called Buckley's Ball Boys. I put in it. So sort of, lazy. Sort of decorated it a little bit, but it, it, okay. it goes like this. Buckley's Magnificent Ball Boys Yes, thanks Jalal I'm really right. pleased with that yeah. That my team's got a little chant as well oh, okay. um, Do you want to hear some of the team names That our listeners have, have gone with That have joined us <laughs> Yes, I can't wait Oh my goodness These are on. pretty good can I, uh, can, I, sorry, can I eat my sandwich while you're doing that? Definitely, you can definitely eat your sandwich okay, I'm good. not going to stop you from having that What is it by the way? Just out of interest Hold on. <laughs> is there cress in it? Yeah. Yeah, what else? It's a cress and egg sandwich. Cress and egg. Uh, Joe Burgess has gone for cruise control after Real Madrid's Tony Cruz. Okay. James Holland's team is Fifty Shades O'Shea. Oh. <laughs> well, that's a good one. It's difficult yeah, to good. please you, they're isn't good. it? No, I was, no, no, I'm smiling. Um. Consta Hakkonen, or Hakkonen, has just gone for Crackhead FC. <laughs> and, and Natasha Jones, I don't want to sound sexist, but I'm going to say something sexist now. Mm. She's gone for um, like a classic girl trying to get in. Oh, this is so sexist. Oh, classic girl. Just, tra- <laughs> just a classic girl trying to get into football. Maybe a boyfriend's really into football and she's making that effort um to join in with him which is a great thing that girls do it's a it's a it's a lovely i think you, you you've really made a friend out of natasha <laughs> now but natasha natasha's gone with uh europa league fun that's the team that's the team god bless her 
And thanks for getting involved, Natasha. And I'm sorry if I did sound sexist then. I know it's sexist to assume, to just automatically assume that women um, don't like football. But I'm with a man that I'm trying to convince that football is good. And um, I feel like that Natasha and you are, have a, a kinship. Maybe she's she's uh, she's might be making the effort for someone to try and get into football and trying to... Uh, to jo- to join in that part of that person's life, right? Uh, which I think is nice. It's a lovely effort. Like mm. it's nice when girls do that. I had done. I've done similar things for my wife. My wife actually doesn't mind football. She's she likes football, mm. but not so much anymore. But she really liked watching uh, the Kardashian television program, and uh, I got into that because she re- she really enjoyed watching it. And I wanted to be, I wanted to share that part of her that enjoyed that. So I got into it. And uh, to, mm-hmm. to this day, she still brings up the fact that I used to call them the Kardashians. I didn't, I didn't know what they were called. Darling, like are you I... watching the Kardashians? <laughs> yeah, it was like, yeah, it was a bit like that. But good on you, Natasha Jones, and anyone else that's joined us. Uh, don't forget, you can compete against us. Just uh, use the pin eight four nine zero one. Eight four. Buckley's magnificent ball. Boys. Make sure you visit dreamteamfc.com to see more of the stories we've been talking about. Get in touch with us on Twitter at Jalal Hartley. Um, Why me? Why can't you? Because I like it. it. Well, because I get people tweeting me a lot about other stuff, but I know if they tweet you, it would probably be specifically about the podcast. Right. Let's take a little break from the podcast now to uh, do my favourite part of the show. Whew. I'm going to read. I'm going to read some feedback. This is if we're pausing uh, the show now, isn't yeah. it? And, yeah, and then just bring a little pause, just mm. just to read what you you guys are thinking of the show. It's going to sound very one sided because <laughs> we only read out five star reviews on iTunes. Mm. Although I'd argue the one star reviews are the funniest. Um, Have we had one star reviews? Yeah, we had one one star review that just said this is worse than the two in between as films put together. <laughs> wow, put together. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. imagine that. Um, listen, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of Jalal love in oh, the yeah. reviews. Dylan Mo ninety eight writes, "My man Hearts, what a bloke! He's clearly fallen in love with the beautiful game." Thank you, Dylan Mo ninety eight. Um, I, I, I I'm a little bit taken with it. I mean, it's early days, but um, I, I think actually I've fallen slightly in love with Flores more than anything. Yeah, he's like That's even good. when they have a bad game. Uh, when Watford, you know, lose, he's just sort of so dignified and graceful, and so, there's sort of like a a Christ-like wisdom in his eyes. Wow, I wasn't expecting that. Listen to this next person. They say the perfect mix between banter and confusion, the essence of Dumb and Dumber with a football twist. And I'm, I'm guessing uh, you're banter then, and I'm confusion. Well, I'm confused right now. <laughs> Wait, this. Um, Who's yeah, this? listen. Li- yeah, listen to this. This is what they. This is their iTunes handle. This is what they've called themselves. Number one Hartley fan. What do you think of that? I know how I can. Um, I know I can solve this mystery. Yeah. If I read it in this voice. Okay. The perfect mix between banter and confusion. The essence of dumb and dumber with a football twist. Do you know, oh. do you know it now? Yeah. Do you think it's? Do you think it's your mum, Jalal? I think my mother might have written this. Uh, she just had a baby, oh. actually. Has she really? Another yeah. one? 
Yeah, another one. Christ. Spurs lover 69. <laughs> sort of sexual. <laughs> he loves his football team in a sexual way. Yeah. Um, Spurs lover 69 writes, this is not a football podcast. Great podcast, though. Now, I know what you're thinking listening to this. Why on earth did you read that re- review out? That's, there's nothing interesting or uh, that great about that review. But let me tell you, listener, it's because Spurs Lover gave us a five-star review, and that's how it works. Leave a five-star review, get on the podcast. Do hear some sound effects? What? what? What sort of question is that? Just as Tom, Tom and I could do some live sound effects. I'd like that. What should we do? Uh, Casio keyboard. Yeah, go on. Dish. That's good. Dish, dish. Yeah. There was a little... Hey, hey! One, wasn't there? Was there? Yeah, and a little dog. Row, 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 row. And the choir. Cock. <laughs> cock, cock. Yeah. Cock, cock. <laughs> Should do it together. You do low, I do high. Yeah. One, two, three. Cock, cock, Tapes ending. Yeah, go on. And when your stop button has stopped popping back up, or well, the play button gets stuck, yeah, it just grinds. <laughs> I've woken up to that noise on my tape players. Do you still have one? Yeah. You still have a tape player? Yeah, yeah. I've got a Walkman as well. Have you? Yeah. Great. You'll be able to listen to this podcast then. You oh, can only great. get it on cassette. Awesome. You can only get it on cassette. We're going to do like a, a 12-inch vinyl um, release. We'll start doing that. That sounds great. Yeah. Aren't we, James? It'd be brilliant. It'd be like a... Coloured vinyl. Peter yeah. Cook and Dudley Moore. Yeah. But we're both <laughs> we're both Dudley Moore, so there's, there's no genius. <laughs> Imagine Dudley Moore and Dudley Moore, those recordings. Just be a drunk man laughing. <laughs>